You're listening to Everyday Parents, a day in the life podcast. We share the everyday routines of parents from all kinds of families. Our episodes start with getting to know each guest family, then go through their daily routine and wrap up with some reflective questions about parenting. I'm Jerome Cluck, a stay-at-home dad to our daughter, Charlie, and half of your hosting team. And I'm Caitlin Kirby, Jerome's wife, Charlie's mom, and your podcast co-host. Today we have Becca joining us on the podcast. Becca is the host of the Human Podcast, that's Y-O-O-M-A-N, which you can find linked in the show notes. She is also a mother of two boys, ages 9 and 12, and they live together with her husband, their dogs, cats, and gerbils in Texas. Welcome, Becca. Please tell us a little bit about your family. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I have uh, two boys. I have a 12-year-old boy and a 9-year-old boy. And I did, I asked them to give me like, you know, little names or something I could use for them when I told them I was doing this. And the names were just so ridiculous that I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go by your ages because we're not, we're not using any of those things. Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. I've been married to my husband for um, 16 years. We met when I was really young and we've been together for a very long time. And then we also have quite a few pets. We have um, two dogs, two cats, and two guinea pigs. We have a full, full house over here. Um, so it's just the nuclear family and the pets who live in your household? Right. Yep. Yeah, just just us. Is there anything you want to share about pregnancy and birth with your kids? Not in particular. They, you know, they were both, um, we planned for them and, you know, it's fairly easy pregnancy at in full term. I did, um, I had some pretty bad like postpartum anxiety and stuff after the second one, you know. Um, what do you and your husband do for work? So we are both um, software developers. So we both actually work from home. Um, we have been for a few years now, which is, you know, a blessing and a curse, I guess, when you have kids because you can kind of be around them and be there for them, a little flexibility. But then at the same time, when they're not in school or they're sick, like they're in your workspace and you're working and taking care of them. So, yeah, it's interesting. Where do you all live? Um, we live out like in a metroplex outside Dallas, Texas. Um, so it's a little farther out, but yeah, it's like, um, it's a nice neighborhood, you know, it's more of like a, like a developed neighborhood. Um, I think my husband and I would both prefer to live like way out in the country, to be honest, but with our jobs, we just have to have like really good internet. That's just like the thing that ties us. Are you both from Texas? Um, he, my husband grew up in like deep East Texas. I'm actually from, uh, Albany, New York. I moved down to Texas when I was 18, met him shortly after. <laughs> um, yeah, but we both like, I, even up there, I lived more in the country and we both kind of miss it a little bit. So, you know, once we have like a solid plan for that, we'll, we'll leave the city. <laughs> and so with both of you working from home, do you feel like you have enough space in your house? Like, is the setup decent for that to keep separation from the kids when they are home? Yeah, we, you know, we tried to make sure that we got the house because we are, like, we're homebodies. I mean, we spend, obviously, we work at home and we, like, all of our hobbies that we do or anything is all centralized around home. So we we made sure that when we got it, we did have um, enough space for us to do that. So my husband and I are both able to have our own office. We just turn like different 
rooms into offices. We tried to share an office for a little bit and that did not go well. We were like, we need space for each other throughout the day. We're already, you know, here and doing everything together. Um, so yeah, we have our own spaces with like, they can kind of be shut off. Um, and then the kids are able to have like their own rooms as well. So that was just important to us to make sure we could have that space since we, we really don't travel or anything. We just, it's important to stay at home. So. And so your kids spend their days at school during the school year, I assume. Are they just in a public school? Yes. Yeah. They just go, um, they go to school during the day and they see their schools are pretty close, thankfully. But yeah, they go to school during the day, during the school year, and then during the summer. They don't do much. We don't we do not do a lot of like summer camps or anything. They really, I just give them that time to kind of chill out. But that does mean that they're home all day during the summer, which is coming up. <laughs> so <laughs> You don't sound worried. <laughs> uh, every, every year when we're getting to like the end of the school year, we just start getting like a little anxious. We're like, they're about to be home just a lot. And I love them, but it gets... It gets loud. Um, thankfully, both our jobs are like very family friendly and everyone knows. So it's fairly often that like kids are walking in on meetings or like, you know, open the door. And thankfully, it's not like super serious about that. I feel like post COVID, most places aren't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's not much. I mean, if you're, there's not much you can do about that, you know. What does your support network look like? Um, who is in it and how often do you see them? So we don't have a ton of people, unfortunately. Um, my my husband's family lives about like an hour and a half, two hours away. Um, we do see them fairly often, but it's more just like going to visit them. Um, they, you know, they have thrown like his siblings have their own families and really busy. Of course, his father lives out there as well. Sometimes the boys will stay with him, but um, it's not super often. So it's really just just them, just us here. Yeah, I don't think we've talked to anyone who's been super satisfied with their support system. <laughs> yeah. Like kids of any age, everyone's like, well, it could be better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the closest was uh, Melissa and Shauna, who we did an episode with each of them and their neighbors, and they um, mm. take care of each other's kids a lot. Um, but that's rare. Yeah. Yeah. When you had said that you had moved from Albany when you were like 18, well, that was my first thought was uh, yeah. right where that answer is going to go for that question. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear about a day in the life. What happens first? What time do you all get up? So I get up first. Um, my alarm goes off at five o'clock. I try to get up then. I mean, I usually am like hitting the, the snooze for like 15 minutes or so, but I like to get up and just like get coffee and I just kind of like to use that time in the morning to like just kind of look at what I'm doing that day. Um, just kind of focus on like, all right, what do I have planned? What do I need to get done? I, I don't like get up and do, <laughs> I don't get up and like work out or do anything crazy. Um, it's really just a chance to like sit there and just have some time to like, yeah. as, so I'm not just up and running because that's what I used to. I, I really started doing this only like a few months ago and because I used to just get up when my kids got up um, and it just helped to just have that time in the morning to like focus. So sometimes around six, I, if I'm feeling up to it, I'll go and try and do a little bit of yoga just to like kind of wake up, but I'll either do that or just have a second cup of coffee um, depending on like what, how tired I am to be honest. 
And then about 6.30, I wake up my youngest, who's nine, because he needs a good amount of time to like wake up slowly. He's just gets really, he's slower in the morning. So he needs a long time to wake up. So I wake him up and get him breakfast. And I wake up my husband um, with coffee as well at that time. And as well, like all the other pets start waking up at that time as well. The cats are asking to be fed. So I feed them, um, let the dogs out, things like that. What kind of dogs are they? They they are doodles. We fell for the whole craze. (laughs) There's a a lab and a golden doodle. They're actually, we said we got them for the kids, but they ended up each being, one is my husband's, one is mine, and they just like sit in our office and hang out with us all day, and they barely pay attention to the kids, to be honest. (laughs) So about seven o'clock, I wake up my oldest, my 12-year-old. He goes to school a little later, so I wake him up later. And I also feed the guinea pigs are actually his, but I feed them breakfast in the morning because he's really sleepy. He takes care of the rest, but I bring the guinea pigs breakfast as well. <laughs> and since it's fun, they like chirp and stuff when I go in there in the morning, wake him up, and it's, you know, it's okay. So at that point, I'm like getting backpacks together and starting to like put lunch boxes in and everything like that. About 7.20, and I, this feels like I wrote it out, but I have worked very hard to like these mornings used to be so chaotic that I had to do like a minute thing with them because it was otherwise just like a mess. Um, So I have the mornings down to like the minute just, (laughs) just because it was the only way it worked. Yeah. So my youngest starts getting dressed at 720. That's his time. And up until then, he's just been sitting and like just eating his breakfast and watching TV and stuff, just kind of slowly waking up to get him dressed, have to whatever, get him up out of bed. Like I said, he is very slow moving in the morning, so it takes a long time. My husband takes him to school at 745. Then I go and walk my dog. At that point, we both go out the door together, and my oldest son gets himself ready like around that time. So he... Yeah, wait a minute. So you you actually you actually have... That, that dog is yours. You only walk the one dog? <laughs> so I walk her because she's mine. She's my buddy. And my husband walks the other one because that's his. So wow. You're not we, kidding. Yeah. They're, I mean, like, you know, they like everyone, but honestly, they have a particular person. And so she hangs out in my office all day while I work. And he hangs out with him in his office all day. So, so yeah, I walk her in the morning, um, leave the older one, the 12-year-old at home. He's just kind of eating breakfast and watching TV as well, waking up. And he gets himself ready. What are they watching? What kind of shows? Usually it's like a mix of things, honestly, whatever they're interested in. Sometimes it's YouTube. Um, we're we're pretty lenient with screen time, to be honest. Um, I, I always kind of know what they're watching. They have it on like in front of us. So I can see it. It's usually like just weird stuff about like people playing Minecraft or Mario or whatever. Like they have it on in front of us. So I'm always like watching it and it's mostly the only problem I have is that it's super loud. There's there's so loud. <laughs> um, I don't know why they all have to like be screaming all the time. That's my only complaint. So at eight fifteen, I get back or somewhere around eight fifteen, I get back from the walk and I drive the twelve year old to school. Since he goes to a different school, he goes he started um going to middle school this year, so he's in a different building now. This is actually their first year that they're going to different schools because they were in the same school up until then. Um, so I so drop him to school. I feel, I feel like it's super common now for parents to drop kids off at school. 
-hmm. is the bus like not an option like when i didn't realize when this became a thing yeah so he um there is a bus they they actually both do ride the bus home from school there is a morning bus and my 12 year old was taking the bus to school in the morning but like the bus was just very like unpredictable it would show up with like a 15 minute time period so like you never knew when it was going to show they had like a different driver every day a lot of times they had like a really rude driver who would like scream at him or the bus was like really crowded and you couldn't find a seat and it was just stressful I would prefer for him to ride the bus but you know it's like seemed to stress him out in the mornings and if I can take him then I want to because it I don't want to be starting out the day like super stressed out trying to find a seat and the bus driver's yelling um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I am hoping that maybe as he gets a little older, he'll be able to be more comfortable with it and ride it. Because the few times that he did it, it was nice just kind of sending him off and not having to worry about that. But for now, it works, you know. So it takes me oh, about 30 minutes to take him there and get back. And I basically get back and that's when I am starting work right as soon as I get back, basically. So yeah, the kids at that point, it's about, it's about 9 o'clock. Kids are gone. I'm logging on. My husband is probably already logged on. He logs on about the same time as me. Yeah, we start work at that point. Nice and quiet. <laughs> yeah. And depending on the day, we will sometimes um, get the chance to like have lunch together or sometimes we'll sit and watch TV or something on a lunch break. We surprisingly do not get to do that super often. Thought we would more, but we're both like have a lot of meetings during the day or urgent things that come up so we really like even though we're in the same house together there's a lot of days when we will only see each other a few times like in passing um just because we're constantly just doing stuff but it's it's kind of nice because it does kind of have the feeling like we're both off working um we like we'll text each other all throughout the day even though we're in the same house just because we're not seeing each other so it does kind of feel like we went to work which is kind of nice See, the youngest gets home first. Like I said, he rides the bus home, which is nice because waiting in those school pickup lines, we used to do that, okay. and they're so awful. <laughs> but yeah, so he rides the bus home. He gets home about 3.30. So we don't get, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a super long day where it's like quiet, but you know, it's enough. But he gets home at 3.30 and just talks a little, gets a snack. We talk with him a little about his day, and then we have to you know, just kind of go back to work and he's just kind of hanging out, playing, just doing whatever his stuff is. And then about an hour later, his brother gets home. 12-year-old gets home about 4.30. Same thing, you know, gets a snack. We talk about his day for a few minutes and I let him continue to chill for a while. You guys picking him up or is he taking the bus back? He, he takes the bus home as well. Yeah. So okay. they both ride the bus home. And then what are their interactions like when they're both home together? It, it depends on the day. <laughs> um... They can be like the best of friends someday. And then the other days they're like just trying to tear each other to pieces. And I think that's, I guess that's fairly normal for brothers, but um, it really just depends on, I don't know, like if they're in a good mood, if they had a good day, if they're just irritated, they tend to take it on each other quite a bit. Um, and I always say, I don't, I don't ever know if it's better when they're getting along or not, because when they're getting along, they tend to like get into way more trouble and come up with crazy ideas or something. 
I'm like, I don't know. I'd rather you guys just be separated in your own room sometimes because <laughs> when they're together, they like come downstairs and they're like, all right, listen, we have this idea. We're going to build a super huge fort. I'm like, oh, God, kind of miss it when you were fighting. I don't know. That's a disaster. Um, but yeah, I just, there's no way to know. I never know if they're getting along or not. They're like, listen, mom, we just need $100 and a couple shovels. <laughs> they have uh, actually more than one, on more than one occasion, have created PowerPoint presentations on, <laughs> again, not joking, they've come and like had to sit down in the living room, put on a PowerPoint as to why they needed this like new video game. I'm like, well, you did so much work. I mean, I can't yeah. say no to Yeah, PowerPoint. honestly, though, PowerPoint skills, like, still useful in the workforce right. as of right now. And uh, a lot of people don't, a lot of kids don't develop them anymore. I so know. I know. Like, well, I got to give you something for that. That's a lot of, a lot of hard work there. <laughs> yeah, that's really creative. Yeah. We both will lock off work anywhere between five and six, usually. That is, so that point I've, I've gotten like the mornings down, like the schedule, but about five or six is when everything just kind of descends into chaos. Um, I don't have <laughs> that whole like witching hour. It's just, I can't get that one to work. I don't know what to do in that one. It just all kind of crumbles at that point. Cause usually, you know, my husband and I are both exhausted. We've been staring at a computer screen all day so tired but then the kids are like talking about their days and we're like i don't know i'm trying to figure out what to have to do 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 they have homework at this age that they need help with they kind of do i mean they have they don't have a ton thankfully they're both you know pretty good at that um they as of right now don't have any like learning issues or anything which i'm very grateful for so they both do pretty well my 12 year old is in like advanced math advanced science and stuff which i'm very glad he doesn't need help because i am really bad at math so he does not even really ask me for help if he does his homework but sometimes he since he's in sixth grade now he'll have bigger projects and so i do help him sometimes but for the most part he's pretty good about it the nine-year-old they don't have a ton of homework they have like a little bit of math and english reading sometimes he is not great about doing his homework. He, um, you know, I mean, he's nine years old. Like, I really don't even love the idea of homework, if I'm being honest. I feel like I don't work after hours. I really don't love that they expect kids to work after hours. But that's just what I think. So I, I try to get him to do it. He doesn't do his homework every week, and I don't get on him about that. Um, because, again, like I said, I just think – feels like he's working outside of work hours you know so but yeah if they if they have it and he's feeling up to it mentally then he does it well that's how i felt when i was nine but i didn't have the nuance (laughs) to put those words to it but now that you say that i'm like yeah damn it that's exactly what i was feeling that whole time i was like okay i'm off work here what is this i know i like that we we treat um we treat them going to school it's like their job they don't during the school year, they don't have a ton of extra chores or anything. They, All the chores they have are revolve around going to school. So, you know, they have to have their clothes picked out and, like, lunches made, things like that. But I don't ask them to do a ton of other chores just around the house because I think that, I don't know, school just feels like it's a lot more stressful than it even used to be. There's, like, a lot of pressure on kids to 
just do so much. And I don't know. I just think I know that it, especially the last few years with kids from COVID and all the stress they went through, I feel like these past few years has just been really hard for them to get back into the swing of things and everything. So I just try not to put a whole bunch of extra pressure on them around that. Like I said, that whole little time period after we get out of work is just kind of chaos. We're going around trying to make dinner. Um, I'm in charge of making dinner. Um, it's usually not anything crazy. You know, I will, if there is homework, I at least ask if they have any, anything that's important, you got to study, whatever. Um, make sure lunch boxes are getting cleaned out and all that. Um, my husband, we split up chores. So we just have our own chores that we do. So while I'm cleaning the kitchen and like I do the kitchen stuff, so it's like dishes, dinner, and then he does like vacuuming and trash and laundry. So it's like all outside. So we just have like the zone so I can just hang out in the kitchen and the kids will like be there in the kitchen with me if we're talking about school or stuff coming up. So because I because school also falls under mine. But yeah, that's mostly just from there to like like 7 or 7.30. Just that time between like 5 to 7.30 is just kind of just trying to get that stuff done. Um, dishes, whatever, all that stuff. Sometimes if we're feeling up to it, we'll go for like a little family walk or something. Doesn't always happen. That's like maybe once a week. Um, sometimes we'll go sit outside and we have like a basketball hoop or we'll play darts or just something. It's not super often. A lot of times we're all just like exhausted and sitting there looking at the TV or our phones, honestly. But do both of the kids have phones? They do. They got phones pretty early. Um, and it was because they used to go, my, they used to stay with my husband's mother um, a while back. She, she passed away actually three years ago. But before that, um, they actually would, we lived closer to them. And so they would go spend the night with her a lot, like every weekend. But she was really bad about answering her phone. Like she would just put her phone down and leave. And we we're like, you know what? We're just going to get the kids their phones because they'll answer their phones. So that was actually one of the reasons they got phones because they were like going out. Um, and then once they started going to school, like riding the buses, I really liked the idea of them having phones in their backpacks so I could talk to them. I've had the buses like be late and the schools don't tell us. and you know, hey, if I can just ask my kid, like, hey, are you good? Where are you? And he can answer it, you know. And I like them having phones at school in case anything happens. I just like them being able to, you know, they have a way to contact me. I'm not going to say there's like a ton of rules, but we are pretty open about like what we watch. We make like a game where like we have to like show each other our for you pages on like YouTube or TikTok. And it's like a fun game, like, oh, you have to scroll through and, you know, have to show people. But, of course, that's our sneaky way of being like, ooh, what's on your for you page? And and I see it. And it's like stupid animals and gaming stuff. And, you know. A, yeah. Disguised as like, let's talk about what you're into. <laughs> exactly. Of, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our daughter is only 18 months old, but the impact that she's had on all of my like social media algorithms is yeah. <laughs> wild. People would think that I'm very into cat videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll send me stuff, which is a funny feeling anyway. They'll like send me TikToks and stuff. Um, I'm like, oh, you're messing up my algorithm because now every <laughs> once in a while I'll get this random like Minecraft run through video. I'm like, that's not, that shouldn't be there. <laughs> so you're trying to scroll. You're like, no. Ignore that one. 
but it's it's a good way too for just to just to like keep up with what they're doing that's just kind of the way we try and share things and just keep it fun instead of being like show me what you're on it's more of just just like open you know so we start to wind down like around 8 30 um kind of give them like a warning they like to have like a little bedtime snack sometimes of like crackers or cereal or whatever something you know just a small thing because they always get a little hungry after dinner so that's like a warning so I mentioned I I wake up the kids the way we split this up is I do morning times and then my husband does bedtime so we each get like a little bit of sort of peace during the day at some point so at nine o'clock I we all go upstairs go to the bedroom and I just kind of tuck them in I say you know spend like five minutes with each of them and then say goodnight, and then I go downstairs, and I have, like, the rest of the night to just, like, do my own thing, um, and he puts in the bed. He, like, will sit up there with them. He sits outside, like, outside their rooms um, for a little bit while they just kind of wind down, and we we used to do it all together, and it just got, I just felt like there was never a chance for either of us to, like, to breathe or do anything, and so splitting it up in the morning, he likes to stay up late anyway, so that gives him that time to just kind of sit and I like having it in the morning so that was just that's something that works really well and I like to go to bed really early I'll, a lot of times I'll fall asleep before <laughs> my 12 year old does um because honestly like I yeah I really love going to bed <laughs> early I will usually fall asleep somewhere around 10 maybe 10 30 that's around like I said around the same time as um my 12 year old and my husband comes to bed around 11 or 11 30 I think Wait, I'm trying to... Wait, when did you say you go to bed? Um, Between like 10 and 10.30. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 5 a.m., all right. Yeah, about seven hours or so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, it's good enough. It's, yeah. Not for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer more, but I... Yeah. You know, take what you can get. <laughs> this is probably the best that the sleep has looked for them. They were both... Um, really awful sleepers honestly they they struggled up until even very recently um just both women never got lucky with a good sleeper they both would just just stay up all night or just whatever um so my 12 year old finally does sleep good but even as recently as like a year and a half ago he'd be waking up at like two in the morning and you're like man I thought this is like a you know I thought I passed this like years ago yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, I don't at all. That's what when you were like, well, I, you know, I get up at five. I was like, well, that's fine. Cause if you sleep through the night, you can pretty much go to bed whenever. But if you're not even getting that, Jesus. Yeah, I know. He, the 12 year old does finally sleep good. We have, he's a very particular sleeper. He has to have like the right, the blankets have to face a certain way. He has to have a fan on. But if we do all that, he sleeps really good through the night. Uh, now, the nine-year-old, he sleeps good. He's the one that was slept even worse. He still comes and gets to bed with us about four o'clock uh, in the morning. Um, I would say probably like five nights out of the week, honestly. Um, Do the dogs sleep with you also? Yeah. <laughs> so I end up on the couch fairly often. <clears throat> just not because anyone kicks me out, just because I just can't take it because I'm like, curled into like an S shape on the side of my bed and I'm like 
I can't. I gotta go to the couch. Um, so, so yeah, the nine-year-old comes to sleep with you, but doesn't just want to sleep in that bed. Wants you out. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's very clingy and like touchy, and so when he does come and get in bed with us, he like he'll pick one of us, and it's like he's trying to like crawl inside of your like it's just like legs, arms, everything wrapped around. And you're like, boy, okay. Um, just not a lot of space. So not even a thunderstorm outside. What is this? I it used to be that like I even like a year or so ago, he wouldn't even go to sleep alone. So the fact that he goes to bed on his own and stays there until like four is major improvement, honestly. So I take that as a win and I I'm like, well, he surely won't be doing this when he's like seventeen. I mean at some point some point he'll grow out right like <laughs> and that's what i keep telling myself i don't know yeah you that's know? how i get through everything I'm like phase <laughs> phase phase it has to be a phase at some point yeah um but yeah that's so sleep has sleep has been something that yeah, is definitely one of those big struggles just in our family but it is in the best place i think it has been at this point so Enjoying today's episode? Good, good. If you want to be a guest on not today's episode, today's episode's already in the bag. But if you want to be a guest on a future episode, you can do so by going to our website, everydayparentspod.com, and clicking on the guest FAQ. From there, you'll find a man in a yellow trench coat named Hank. He'll lead you to Everyday Parents HQ where we will talk to you then. <laughs> Makes it sound like we kidnap our guests and they are being interviewed under duress. I assure you, Becca's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you would like to tell us what kinds of guests you would like to see on the show, and if it's not you, uh, feel free to get in touch through our email, everydayparentspod at gmail.com, or social media at everydayparentspod on Instagram and Facebook at everydayparents with a Z on Twitter. Those are also linked in the show notes. We would love to hear from you and what you're interested in, what kind of families you want to hear from. Um, all right. So at the end of every podcast, I give you the same three. I give our guests three questions. I'll give them to you all up front and you can take them in any order you would like. So I guess you kind of stepped on this one a little bit. But what would you say has been your biggest parenting win recently? Uh, what would you say has been your biggest parenting challenge? And then what are some ways that you take time for your, just yourself throughout a week? The challenge, the sleep challenge, I think, is... <clears throat> One that, you know, we have struggled with, I think, from when they were little. But that, I feel like the, the bigger challenge this year um, has actually been, like, this going to school. Um, and getting into that routine, like I said, we don't have a routine yet around, like, the evening. But in the early mornings and late at night, getting kids down and getting them to work has um has been something that helped with that challenge of going to school like i mentioned this is the first year that they haven't been in the same school together and as well as like coming back to school after covid and all that 
it really threw them both off this year. They had a lot of anxiety around going to school and they, there was several um, days this year where they would be having like just a lot of anxiety around like, I just can't do it. I can't go to school. Trying to get through that and get the routines, I think is something that um, did help with that. See, the biggest win actually is like unrelated to a lot of what I shared, but so me and my husband are both really into music. I don't, play anything my husband does play a lot of instruments I can't play um but the boys have both just this year kind of picked up on music they both um have gotten into like trying to play guitar and things like that and they also have (laughs) managed to find like these bands um like by listening to TikTok or or YouTube and they'll they've come to us and be like hey do you know the song you should hear the song I like it and it's like I remember one in particular, my 12-year-old came and was like, hey, listen to this song. It was Green Day. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? I was like, that was like literally like me and my husband's like favorite, like the first like rock band. He was like, yeah, I really like it. I was like, oh my God, that's just so cool that you would come to me with Green Day and be like, have you heard this song? I'm like, pull up a chair. Let me tell you all about this song. Yeah. I was like, oh, (laughs) I have so much for you to to learn. I'm so happy. It's like those kind of moments you know when you're in like the toddler phase and it feels like you're just trying to keep them alive and you're like this is just like a little gremlin running around like you're just trying to keep them from like hurting themselves and then you get to something like that and there's like this moment where they're like 9 10 11 where kind of flips you're like whoa like these are like people like these are actual people that we're raising and and I like them and they're cool and they're like they have my sense of humor and they like my music. And once you get out of that like toddler phase and little kid phase and they start growing up into people, it's really rewarding when they start kind of hitting that. And that's, that's happened recently with both of them. Um, and yeah, it's been really fun to seeing that. Yeah. I struggle with looking so forward to that and it's like <laughs> trying to be present in the moment yeah. and like enjoying this phase because it'll be a grass is greener thing, but like, <laughs> That's what I have been most excited about this whole time. Yeah, it's it's worth it. And it I don't know, it's just a weird feeling for sure. But it's definitely rewarding, you know, getting getting past that and getting them to the point where they can like talk with you and have conversations. And, you know, they're like little people that you hang out with and stuff. It's yeah, it's crazy. Very cool. And then just as far as the, the ways you take time for yourself, um, yeah, my husband and I, especially with the fact that we're always like together, always at home, um, we really support like setting aside time um, for each other to like do our own hobbies and stuff. So we have like a shared family calendar that we use and we'll each block off like a few hours during the week and we're like, hey, I'm going to go do my thing. He does a lot of like music and recording and stuff. Um, so it requires both of us to like be in our office, like doors closed. So we just support that. Like if, you know, we put on the calendar, we're like, Hey, I need this hour. Then the other person just takes over parenting duties. And, you know, we know like, Hey, let, let dad have a space or let mom be in her office. Um, you know, whatever we need to do. So just making sure that we each like support that and can have that time. So what do you do in your time when you block it off? (laughs) Yeah. So lately I have a podcast and, um, so it'll involve me, you know, going to my office and I get to kind of shut the door for like an hour. Um, just kind of get that time for myself where I can 
not have to answer, you know, kid questions or anything like that. Um, and same for him. Uh, so this is just kind of an aside, but you do like software development stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm really completely ignorant in that field, but I imagine that's got to be pretty helpful towards like the whole podcasting thing. Like just um, as like a head yeah. start. Yeah, a little bit. Just being comfortable around, yeah, using that kind of software and equipment. Um, honestly, one of the one of the biggest things that helped me with this is because with my job, I'm on calls with clients like just a, most of the day, honestly, with either clients or my team members. I used to have a lot of like really bad like phone anxiety or just talking to people anxiety. Uh. Um, but when you're in a situation where like. 80% of your job is just sitting there with the computer talking to people. You're like, oh, this is not so bad. I can talk to anybody, which is what kind of pushed me into being like, oh, I actually think being a podcast like a hobby. Like I like just talking to strangers and meeting them. It's yeah, actually same. that aspect that ended up pushing me into that. That's cool. Yeah. And you got all the equipment and you know yeah. how to run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So I know you and your husband are like home together all the time, mm -hmm. but are there any sort of like intentional, like, and maybe that's not quite the right word, but any ways that you two spend time together other than like just kind of the little blips throughout the day? Okay. There's a few ways. One, we do these things that I call adventures and basically I'll text him during the day and be like, Hey, you want to go on an adventure? And it's going to Walmart to like pick up something that we needed, but uh, we call it adventure uh, and we uh, leave for like nice. 30 minutes. Sure. Um, and it's just fun to be like adventure. And then we just go to the post office or something. Um, but it's like together. And if we can, we go. We also, since my youngest is, or sorry, my oldest is 12. I've been waiting for him to be a little old enough to where we can now go get coffee and like leave him at home, which is, yeah, very nice. Again, I mentioned they sometimes fight. So there's like, I get a little nervous. I'm like, how, you know, how much do you guys like each other today? But based on that, if they're getting along, then we have gone out a few times to like get coffee and gone for like 30 minutes, just kind of testing it out. And then other times we will be like, all right, you guys go hang out in your rooms. We'll get you like a snack or something or like rent a movie. You guys go hang out and you guys got to leave us alone, you know, to go watch TV in the living room like for like two hours. Give us like two hours of just y'all stay up there because they're finally old enough to where they can do that they don't need constant supervision um so yeah i mean it's it's those like little just little moments and i'm sure there will be a day when you know they're 17 and they're off with their friends and we have all night you know to do whatever so i just try to just try to get those little moments until then cool well thank you so much for taking some time to share your family with us and a day in your life yeah yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. There really are two types of people in the world, and it's the people who get up early in the morning to have their alone time and the people who just wake up with the chaos. She had said she recently started waking up early, and I wanted to ask what took her so long. She had said it was like a big revelation, right? To have that quiet time. Um, but it took her like 12 years. I'm sure she's gone through many phases of daily routines in the last 12 years. But yeah, uh, I was impressed when she was like, well, yeah, I, I set the alarm at five and hit the snooze button for like 15 minutes. Like, that's hardly snoozing on 
in my opinion. Those dogs, they got to get up at five as well. I can't believe they walk them separately. I understand uh, having two dogs in a house. You know, the dogs would gravitate towards one person or another. But for whatever reason, it blew my fucking mind that they were walking them separately. I just, maybe not the the biggest takeaway from what happened here. But, but for me, maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know. Those are the little details that like, I don't know, I feel like you don't think about or talk about a lot that I really enjoy with what we get to hear about people's lives. Yeah. So join us next week. By which he means the week after next.